Welcome to Ditch the Classroom. This is your host, Ariana Vernier, and I'm so excited that you're here. I'm a teacher turned business coach who is so passionate about helping fellow mamas like you ditch the classroom and pursue your big, hairy, scary dreams. Imagine a life where you could still impact the world, but do so while following your passions and spending more time with your babies. In Ditch the Classroom, we'll explore ways you can do just that. Myself, guest experts, and amazing teachers who have also built a successful business will share tools, tips, and resources to help you ditch the classroom too. Are you ready? Here we go. Hello, hello, everybody. We have a super special guest on the podcast today. Her name is Brooke Simonson. She was a teacher for 12 years and is now a certified nutrition coach, and weight loss expert. So welcome, Brooke. We are so excited to have you and just hear about your journey out of teaching today. Thank you so much for having me. I was saying I'm excited to be on Ditch the Classroom podcast. I've done a lot of podcasts that are more in the nutrition and health sphere, but I've never done one about my teaching experience. So this is really cool. Awesome. So can we just get started kind of with you sharing a little bit about you, maybe where you live, and then share a little bit about your teaching journey, what grades you taught and things of that nature. Sure. So I was born and raised in Mesa, Arizona, and then I went to college in Northern California at Santa Clara University. And my mom was a teacher growing up and my grandma was also a teacher. They both taught kindergarten. So I spent the majority of my childhood life in my mom's classroom. I went to the same elementary school that she taught at. So I would spend recesses helping her. I would help her in the summer, set up her classroom and decorate her walls. Teacher was always one of my favorite games to play as a kid. So it was kind of a natural course for me to major in education in college. And then I ended up doing a program after college where I volunteer taught for a year. Um, It was a program called Jesuit Volunteer Corps through my university. And they randomly place you in a city. So I was placed in Brooklyn, New York, and taught my first year there at a lower income school in Crown Heights, Brooklyn, and really loved teaching and decided, also loved New York and decided I wanted to stay out there. So I taught another year at that school and then went to Columbia Teachers College to get my master's, ended up going back to that school. I was teaching middle school at the time. And then through, you know, some administrative issues, (laughs) didn't love the new principal that came in, ended up transferring to a different school and moved into teaching high school English at a school in Jersey City, New Jersey. It was an all boys private school. So that was interesting. (laughs) And then uh, throughout that whole time, I'm sure we'll get into it kind of why I ditched the classroom, but I had some kind of health and nutrition and weight loss struggles of my own, kind of made learning everything I could about nutrition uh, a hobby of mine and started doing that on nights and weekends and just became really passionate about that. Um, Ended up getting certified as a nutrition coach, not even planning to do that full time, just thinking I could do that kind of in conjunction with my teaching career. And I was really more just trying to get an education for myself and figure out what would work so that I could look and feel my best. And my husband and I, I mentioned I'm from Arizona. He's from California. 
we decided living in New York was too far from family. We were making the six-hour flight all the time for weddings and holidays. So we moved back to the West Coast. We now live in Oakland, California. We moved out here about two years ago, and that was kind of the perfect separation from teaching, fresh start, whatever you want to call it. Instead of getting a new teaching job out here, I decided to just dive into creating my own business as a nutrition coach. And so I've been doing that now for two years. And I think it's kind of still using my strengths and skills that I used as a teacher because I'm still teaching in a way, but I really am teaching more about something I'm passionate about now. Um, I liked teaching English for the time being, and I liked being in the classroom, but my energy and excitement for that kind of waned the more interested I got into nutrition and health. So it's really cool because I still teach people now, but it's just kind of in a different avenue and a different clientele, <laughs> no longer high school boys. <laughs> yeah, I cannot imagine teaching at an all boys high school. Oh my gosh, that's, that's a little bit stressful. <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah, it was really cool in many ways. And um, I yeah loved many parts of it, but it was funny at the same time because going from watching my mom teach kindergartners, they would just constantly be saying, I love you and you're the best. I mean, you don't get that from high school boys, right? (laughs) They're not not sharing their appreciation for you on a daily basis. It's more like you're barely existing to them. (laughs) You're barely in the room. (laughs) Right. Definitely. So you kind of touched on it for a brief second, but I would love to know what really led you to want to ditch the classroom. Was there just like this one pivotal event or was it kind of a buildup over time? What was it for you? I guess I always just thought I would be a teacher. I didn't really explore other career options again, because I had kind of seen my mom or I had seen her teach and then my dad owned his own business, but I never really thought about that as being a path for me. He owned a car dealership and I definitely didn't want to do anything in the car business. So (laughs) I thought, okay, well, I I think we kind of do what we know and what we see. So I figured I'd be a teacher and I really did like it for a while, but I guess I didn't realize that there were so many other avenues out there that I could explore and that I could excel in. And it really wasn't until... I went through, as I mentioned, I gained about 20 pounds after college and struggled. I tried every diet in the book. I tried counting calories. I tried working out all the time. I tried all the things and nothing was really working for me in terms of I was able to lose the weight and keep it off. And at the time I thought, oh, you know, I don't know. I started my career as a teacher. So maybe I'm just stressed now, or maybe this is what happens to people as you get older and Coworkers were commenting on the same thing of just not having energy and, you know, just not feeling as good as they once did. So part of me just kind of chalked it up to the career and thought, okay, I guess this is what happens when you're a teacher. You're just tired and you gain weight and you're just kind of sluggish all the time. But then I mentioned, I just, my personality is really to get as much education as possible myself. So I decided to get my hands on every podcast episode I could, every research article, every book, eventually enrolled in the Institute of Transformational Nutrition, where I got certified as a coach. And I just really lit up, I would say, with the knowledge I was learning and just the passion overwhelmed me. I would be in the faculty room during lunch, just wanting to tell everybody everything I was learning. 
And some people were interested, others not so much. So that's when I started blogging in my free time. And really, it just became this kind of side hustle, if you will, or passion project. And the more excited I got about that, the more I realized I just, my heart wasn't in teaching anymore. I would spend my free periods reading books about (laughs) health and nutrition rather than grading papers. I mean, I just didn't. I didn't want to do any of the school stuff that I was supposed to be doing anymore. I just wanted to do this. So thinking about getting another teaching job when we moved across the country just sounded awful to me. And that's how I could really tell that this wasn't my career path anymore. It wasn't really lighting me up in the way that it once did. It's amazing. I I know that there's a lot of people out there who kind of have that nudge of like, this is where I just feel like I don't belong here anymore. But a lot of people, when they have that, they just kind of like push it down, push it down, push it down. So it's it's just so inspiring to hear from people who didn't ignore that and decided to follow their intuition and realign their new purpose. So I love that you shared that with us. Yeah. And it, I totally get that. It feels really weird, especially I mentioned I majored in education and I got my master's in education. So I devoted a lot of time, money, and energy to teaching. And it's really scary when you get that intuition or that nudge that maybe you're not in the best career path. But I think the skills you gain from being a teacher can help you in so many different professions. I know even companies my husband has worked at have hired former teachers into different roles. I mean, I think we have a very unique skill set and we're kind of figure outers, if you will, we'll figure stuff out, we'll make it happen. We're generally kind of organized. We're used to putting together cohesive lesson plans and goal setting, I mean, all of the things. So I think for any teachers listening, you know, trust that intuition. And if you're feeling that, know that there are other avenues and opportunities for you out there. And you have so much to bring to other professions as well. I could not agree more. (laughs) So can you share with us kind of some of the hurdles that you had to overcome and maybe a little bit about the journey from like deciding to leave to where you are now? I know you said when you moved, you didn't, there wasn't any desire in your heart to find a new teaching position. Was there anything else in, in that journey of deciding to leave to where you are now? I think a big hurdle obviously is, you know, you're going from a stable income then to kind of, if you're creating your own business or if you're going into something new, something less stable. And I'm very fortunate to have a partner who's hundred percent supportive and on board um, and has never once questioned, like, is this something you should be doing and to have his financial support as well. So that, that was scary to me, but also So having that support was great. I think just the self-doubt or, you know, who am I to be leaving teaching? Who can I even do something aside from teaching? You get so good at it and used to it and you know what to expect when you're doing that job. And then when you're leaving and especially if you're starting your own business, I mean, I cannot tell you how many (laughs) times I Google things throughout the day or my website breaks down and I'm trying to figure stuff out or I'm on with technical support. I mean, it's, it's a lot, but 
I think if you are doing what you're meant to be doing, you'll know because I wake up now so excited every day to dive into whatever it is I have planned, whether it's calls with clients or posting a video or creating videos for social media or creating new lessons for my group coaching program. I mean, I am just so, so thrilled to be doing what I'm doing now. And I didn't feel that way with teaching. So there is self-doubt and there's still kind of the imposter syndrome that creeps up of, do I have enough skills for this? You know, I just felt so well-equipped and well-trained to be a teacher. And I feel that way now, but I don't know, maybe people can think back to, you know, your first or second year teaching, you probably felt the same way. I know I did (laughs) just, I don't know what I'm doing. Everybody around me is so much better than me. How am I ever going to get good at this? How am I ever going to stop working 18 hours a day, right? You take your work home with you and you're reading up on stuff. I mean, it's hard. And so when you're starting over, it feels weird because you're probably starting over in your 30s or 40s and you're not 22 anymore. And you kind of expect that at 22. So I'm 37 now and it's like, I'm back to that first year teacher stage of just figuring things out and not knowing what's going on. And so that can be challenging, but again, it's totally worth it because I just love what I'm doing. Yeah. And that's important. You want to, you want your career to work around your life and you want it to be something you're passionate about. And if you're just not feeling that passion anymore, it's really important to analyze what does make me excited and how can I make income from this? And maybe it just starts as a side hustle. Maybe it becomes full-time. But if you're not feeling called to be in the classroom anymore, like there's a reason that that dream is placed on your heart. And as scary and terrifying as it is, as much of an imposter that you might feel, just know that everybody has those feelings of imposter syndrome. Even like high-level CEOs and companies they say have imposter syndrome. So you are not the only one. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's so well said. And yeah, I just think it is super scary to leave, but also super scary to maybe imagine not doing the thing that you're passionate about. You know, both things can be scary no matter how you look at them. And I've always been kind of a no regrets person. I don't want to look back in 10 years and think, oh, I wish I would have done this. Um, And I know other teachers who kind of had the same instincts or dreams and they're still teaching and, you know, that's fine. It's like whatever works for different people. And it is a risk that you take, but it can be very worthwhile and just scary at the same time. They can exist simultaneously. (laughs) Yes, they can. So can you share with us, I know you briefly mentioned it. I'd love if you would touch on it again. What resources helped you in your Ditch the Classroom journey? Sure. I really wanted to become certified. I mentioned at first I was kind of just doing it for my own knowledge, but then as I realized there's this whole world of nutrition coaching, I didn't want to just say I'm a nutrition coach and not have anything to kind of back me up. So I did an online certification program through the Institute of Transformational Nutrition, and I was able to do that. I think it was about 16 months, and I did that I'm still like at school sometimes, hopefully my, well, actually, I guess it doesn't matter if my former principal is listening, (laughs) but I would have a free period and watch a unit and be learning from that. Or I would do it at night when I would get home or on weekends. 
So that is something I think that people can take away from this is if there's something you're interested in doing, you could probably find some type of online certification and do that in your nights or weekends, even if it takes two years, but be learning yourself simultaneous to teaching and getting that other skill set. So that was great. And then once I started my own business, I just felt completely lost. I had no idea what was going on. So I made a pretty hefty investment in myself by enrolling in a business coaching course called Business by Design. There's so many different online courses out there that you can purchase. You know, there's dozens once you get into the world of business coaching, but I really love this one. There's a super supportive Facebook community. The course itself has every module you could possibly need almost to an overwhelming degree of how to build a business, how to build online courses and to market and sell them successfully. So that was great. But again, it's, you're constantly sort of taking leaps of faith in yourself and uh, putting your money where your mouth is. And the same type of thing, if you're getting your master's in education or whatever, I mean, you're taking these leaps and often they require financial investment. So it's all comes back to being scary, but worth it in the end. Yes. Yes. I am all about investing in your dreams, investing in what's lighting you up. So I love that. I will definitely make sure to have both of those that you mentioned uh, linked in the show notes for everybody listening. So you can easily go check them out. If this is something that you're interested in pursuing. I have absolutely loved talking with you today, Brooke, and I would love to ask you a question as we wrap up that I ask on every guest episode, and it's if someone wanted to start their digital classroom journey, but they just felt too overwhelmed, what would you tell them? Uh, So it's funny because I, like I said, I still have uh, former coworkers who I think have that same feeling, and so I talk to them often. And they'll say, oh my gosh, I can't believe you did this. I want to do that. And maybe it's not nutrition coaching, right? Maybe it's something else. But first figure out what it is that really lights you up. You probably know some passion or interest that you gravitate to. And then ask yourself, how could I make money doing this? Could it, is it through an established program or career that's already out there? Or is it creating your own business? Like you said, a side hustle, just even take first steps. I have a former colleague who's super interested in uh, all of the acting coaching he does at the school and the dramatics. And I'm always saying, you're so, so good at this, right? What if you even just did a summer program to have kids put on a musical or play in the summer and, you know, you completely run that yourself and have your own business around that as a sort of side hustle. And then who knows, maybe it's amazing. And parents are asking, how could we do this throughout the year, right? Like something could blossom into something that's bigger than you can even imagine. So I would say just take first steps that may feel a little bit scary and put you out of your comfort zone, because that's necessary for any type of change. But also, if you still feel like you need that salary and that security blanket, I mean, totally understandable, especially like I don't have kids yet. If you have a family to provide for and different things, it's fine to take it slow, but I would say do something. And so at least you feel like you're kind of moving the needle forward and getting your passion met outside of your teaching career. I always refer back to the quote of what would your life look like if you started now? 
versus a year from now, you'd be wishing you would be farther than where you are. Yeah. And I think, I don't know if anybody listening feels like me, where when you chose the teaching career, you kind of chose it because you didn't really know what else was out there. And even now, so many online jobs have surfaced that weren't available 15 years ago when I was going into my teaching career of coding and, you know, all these online companies and you can work from home now and side hustles. I mean, there's so many things you can do. So be open to that new experience, even if it's just something on the side. Yeah, definitely. Well, this has been so wonderful having you. Where can people come and connect with you and learn more from you? I'd love to connect. I You can find all of my programs. I have a podcast as well um, at thehealthinvestment.com. And I'm very active on Instagram at The Health Investment. Would love if anybody heard this and is inspired, send me a message. I love, you know, being more social with people on social media and actually communicating. So feel free to send me a direct message or whatever. I'd love to connect. Perfect. Thank you so, so much for everybody listening. Make sure to go and connect with Brooke. Show her some love for coming on the show. And If you're loving this show, please, I would so appreciate it if you would take a moment to leave a review wherever you're listening. That just helps us get more amazing guests on the show like Brooke. And yeah, I cannot wait to see y'all in next week's episode. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Before you go, make sure you take a minute to subscribe to the show, leave a rating and review, and check out the show notes for a free gift to help you ditch the classroom. If you loved today's episode, can you help me share the message by taking a screenshot, tagging me on Instagram at ariana.vernier, and sharing it with your friends so we can help more mamas ditch the classroom and follow their dreams. Until next week, y'all, keep following the dreams that were placed in your heart so you too can ditch the classroom.